Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. I am excited to introduce you today to my special guest, Amy Rogers. Now, Amy Rogers is a lover of Jesus Christ. She is a wife and a mother of four beautiful children, um, and she operates in the gifts of prophecy through her writing, but also she has a incredibly insane, prophetic, accurate gift. And you have probably seen Amy on Spirit Fuel website or the Elijah list. And so if you haven't, you're going to want to follow her. So we'll give her social media links at the end of the show. But um, Amy has lived through um, triumphs and tragedies, and she has been gifted with plenty of humility and some wisdom to go with it. Amy's been moved to share her journey with absolute transparency. What's I absolutely love about you, Amy, because like you're just so real. And she is compelled to show others the redemptive, restorative, and healing power of Jesus through encouragement, prophetic words, and his healing touch. Her mission is to speak his life and his love, inviting others in to hear the Lord's heartbeat for them. And Amy, that is like all what I'm about. That's why I know that we were meant to be friends and to just connect. And we've only really known each other for four months or so, but it's like we've known each other forever. So I just want to thank you for being with us today on this show. And we're going to talk about manifesting heaven on earth, which I'm really excited about. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. I love this. And I love the, how the Lord connects people. And like you said, you know, it's been such a short period of time that it feels like a lifetime. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to ask you a question and then I'm going to like give it to you because I I really think that what you're going to talk about today of manifesting heaven on earth is really so important for us as the body of Christ, because Jesus said the kingdom is at hand. He said, we're supposed to be doing greater things than he did, but we don't necessarily see that. So talk to me about what it means to be manifesting heaven on earth. I love that scripture because that's exactly what I was going to start off with, you know, that, you know, John the Baptist started proclaiming, you know, the, the, you know, of course he said, repent, you know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand and he was calling Jesus the kingdom of heaven. And, you know, of course, Jesus then later on, um, basically equipped the disciples and all of us like, Hey, you're supposed to go on and, and continue to do this. Um, the biggest thing that, um, I feel pressed to, to, um, encourage people to do is, is yes, you know, being heaven's manifestation, it it does include, you know, the miracles, the signs, the wonders, all of that stuff, but that's only a part of it. That's just kind of, that's, um, that comes from us stepping into our identity and our purpose for this life. And, um, you know, and so, as Jesus became heaven manifest on this earth, you know, we are, um, to follow his lead. You know, we were given Holy spirit with the authority, um, to take, um, dominion over, um, our atmosphere, over the territory in relationships, over whatever is going on, um, that we have the authority and the power to speak to that thing, to speak, um, to that sickness, to speak to um, the tension in that relationship, to speak to, you know, circumstances that may not be going um, in the way that they should be going. Right. And, um, you know, it, it all goes back to the very beginning, you know, Adam was given dominion over the earth. 
And then when that falling happened, you know, he lost that, but Jesus came and restored it so good. and restored it to better than before. And so we walk in that much more than Adam even did because we have Christ within us. And, and so that is our charge as sons and daughters mm. of the most high God to take dominion over the earth in where, you know, wherever we are, are placed, because, you know, we are seated in heavenly places. Adam wasn't seated there. We are. Mm-hmm. And so we have that power to, to call things out and to call things down to be made manifest. And that is when, you know, we step into that understanding and that power that those miracles, signs, and wonders then become manifestations in the places that we step. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. One of my favorite, um, it's like my life passage of scripture. I mean, I have some life verses, but if people are like, well, what is like your life passage in Romans chapter eight, right? Because it talks about our identity, but I love this verse that it's like all creation is waiting eagerly with expectation for the sons and, uh, and daughters of God to be revealed. And that's really what you're talking about, about our authority, about our identity and about our dominion is that we have a job to do. It's God's not just going to go, okay, now here you go. That we have to step into like our identity our authority, and then our dominion. And then the other thing that you talked about, which a lot of people don't talk about, is um, is being seated in heavenly places. Like we read that scripture, but I don't think we fully understand that. And so out of like those four points that you brought out, do you want to, where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk about seated in heavenly places? Do you want to talk about our identity, our authority? What does dominion even look like? I know I'm just throwing, like right. not no, my no, brain going. Good. I think the foundation for it all is understanding our identity first. Okay. Because until we understand that and have a full grasp of that, we're never going to be able to fully step into all of that stuff. Because if we're doubting who we are, whose we are, um, if we're doubting the authority that we supposedly carry, um, we're never going to um, be in that authoritative place. We're never going to understand. Um, so, so to speak, the power that we wield in those heavenly places. So you have to understand who you are first, um, as a son, as a daughter of Christ. And, um, and, you know, and, and in that comes, you know, a lot of the times that identity crisis is because of, you know, a lack of healing somewhere, um, you know, because we all, you know, we're all human and we all come from places and things that, that wound us and, you know, and a lot of times it's from the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And, and once we take that back and we get that healing and that understanding, then we can, you know, step up into that and, and okay. you can, you know, get past that. You know, a lot of us have that mindset of, you know, not worthy or not capable or, you know, you don't understand your gifts and, and, and such. And so, you know, a lot of times with people that I've spoken with in the past, they've had that underlying tone of, you know, not worthy, um, you know, mentality in their, in their conversations of, oh, I could never do that. I could never pray for somebody or anything like that. And my question to them is, why do you think that, you know, did that come from your own, you know, version of your own self worth or lack thereof? Did that come from someone else that, you know, and it's usually a wounding or distortion at some point in their past. And so it's like, once you can 
you know, honestly and truly answer that question. Why do I believe that I'm not worthy, you know, of what yes. was given to me? Um, then you can address the healing that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you step forward. Yeah. And um, that's so good. You know, I had, I, I said, I don't know, I was teaching some kids and I was like, wow, we have an identity crisis, you know, with our kids. And, and then, but I was like, oh, wait, I had an identity crisis too. Because when you think about, when you think about, well, who are we? Like, that's one of the assignments I give when I teach my class is I'm like, I want you to write some I am statements. Like I am this. And we gravitate towards um, not things that are founded in the word of God, not things that are like, this is who I am. I am a daughter of the most high. Uh, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. We always gravitate towards I'm a wife or I'm a mother or um, I'm fluffy or, you know, I mean, we just, we gravitate towards those things because that's what um, our society has taught us to fixate on instead of gravitating towards the things that the word of God says. And so that is so good. Okay. So the next part then would be, so we are, we've got our identity. We need to understand that we need to get healing so that we understand who we are in Christ, that we understand whose we are. And when we can get that healing, then what is our next step for this? You know, I think part of the healing comes revelation. That's and good. and the revelation part of that is you end up finding yourself completely branded mm -hmm. by his love and and when you do that there comes in that love um and an intentionality in how you um interact with yourself and with other people that's good um you know for me you know to to cap the identity thing you know, in Psalm 139, you know, it's, it's understanding that the Lord purposed you and knew you before your parents even did. And, and that okay. to me for a lot of time, you know, early on um, in my life and, and the healing, that was what I held on to. Like he purposed me. I don't know what that means for a lot of years, you know, but I didn't understand it. But then it's like that love, you know, and all that healing came. And then it, it's just, it pours out of you. Um, just that intentionality and realizing that if I can be intentional, well, that's just me manifesting the father because everything that he has said, done and breathed on from the beginning of creation, as we know it was intentional. And, and so, you know, we can, um, with all of that, they become tools, right? He takes you know, all of our ashes and, and he, and he turns them into wings for our flight. And, and in that flight, we, we become, you know, like I said, branded, we, we have a revelation of who he is. And in that comes that stepping into everything that he's purposed over you, all of the plans he has set before you. And then you just like walk on in and, and you realize that I am just sitting here in heaven with my dad and I'm asking him, what do you want me to do right now in this moment? What do I need to be calling forth? You know, who do I need to speak your life and your love into right now? Because he's going to put people in front of you because we are all created to be um, connected mm -hmm. and a community. And, and we are so um, interwoven with each other that we all have to be stepping in our purpose. Like if I'm not walking in my purpose, um, because okay. I've decided to say no, or, or I want to hold on to my wounds or whatever, 
then I'm affecting other people around me, whether I know it or not. That's good. And, um, and so, you know, it's, and, and in order to walk in that purpose, it's, it's that beautiful gift that he gave us of that free will, that choice, you know, so we choose, I choose on daily to say, all right, dad, here's your day. What do you want me to do with it? Yeah. You know, and, and that, you know, then I know he orders my steps, you know, his word is a lamp unto my feet. Everything leads me because I've turned it back over to him. And then I know, you know, in all that peace and comfort that he is, you know, ordaining and setting forth everything that I'm going to step into on that day. And part of that is being that manifestation for him. That's so good. That is so good. Which then, then there's that piece that you talked about, about authority, right? And mm-hmm. dominion, right? Which goes to being seated. Can you talk a little bit about like, what does it really mean to be seated in heavenly places? Um, the authority piece I've talked with on the podcast before, I believe, if not in my classes, that I really just talk about that the, that it's just this recognition that, that we know that we're armored by the kingdom of heaven and that we, we carry this authority that is, is a delegated authority. Um, so but can you talk about like a little bit about the authority and, and what does it mean to be seated in heavenly places? Sure. Um, every time I think about authority, you know, there's, of course, I'm going to forget the scripture, but it's, you know, where the enemy is under our feet. Mm-hmm. That's one part of it. Um, but every time I picture the authority that he gives me, he takes me to Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, the whole, you know, he leads me beside, you know, still waters and, and he walks through us through the dark valleys. But the part that I see as authority is when he seats us mm-hmm. at his table in the presence of our enemies. So good. You know, it would be foolish to, to say that, you know, I can just command this to go and this to go. But really the enemy is our audience, right? Mm-hmm. And, and everything that's coming against us. And so the enemy's watching for us to respond. And, and when we respond um, with our words or our actions that contradict everything that the enemy wants you to do, you know, you take authority over that situation. And, and for me, authority is a peaceful place. It's, it's seating at that feasting table, feasting on what the Lord is setting in front of me, um, which is peace and wisdom and, and all of this stuff. And, and, it's a, and it's a place of rest. And, and when you are in that place, you know, the enemy just cannot even approach you. Mm-hmm. And, and so to me, that's how I always picture, you know, authority, um, okay. instead of some, you know, dim, you know, um, overbearing, um, take control. And, you know, I mean, there are those times where you yeah. do have to battle. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, even in those battles, um, you have that peace that, that hits you and, and there's just nothing that affects you. Yeah. Right. Cause you were just like, God's got this. He's yeah. totally got this. I don't care what comes against me. Well, and, um, I think, and I think with authority too comes this confidence that realize that, that we realize it's not about us. It's about us just stepping into our position, our identity, right? When we get that identity piece, then we, we have this confidence, this assured confidence that we can step into those places and that God's got us because he's coming with us and we understand that we don't have to like be worried or fearful or any of that thing. We just got to stand. We got to step in. 
and we got to let him do what he does. And I like what you said about that. It, it's a peaceful place for us. It's not, I mean, yes, there's sometimes when there is spiritual warfare and you're commanding and you're, but it's not this overbearing, like you're under my thumb authority. It's more like this partnership with the spirit where we just kind of step in and we recognize I got authority in this and you're going down. That's right. It, it's, a, it's absolute confidence, you know, and that scripture doesn't say I'm standing in heavenly places. It says I'm seated. Oh, good. That's seated, so good, Amy. You're at rest. You know, you're not standing up, marching around, worrying. And like we said, I mean, there are those times, but when we're seated, we are at rest and we are in his presence at all times. So good. And, and our point of view is a downward position. You know, he expands our vision sometimes over our circumstances to see yeah. a bigger picture. Yeah. And, and when we're listening to his heartbeat over us and over the situation, we know just in our spirit, like what to command to that situation. You know, if you're talking about health and, and health problems that, that arise, it, you know, he gave me this um, picture not too long ago when talking about sickness and pain and all of these things, he said, it is like someone breaking into your home, you know, that this, this body, even though it's flesh, it's, it's his and it's our home. And what we have to do in that heavenly place, our eyes are set above. When we see that as an intruder, then we take our Holy Spirit gun, so to speak, and say, you need to get out now. And all things bow to the name of Jesus. They have no choice but to bow That's and good. leave. And so many people approach um, sickness and healing and all that of like, oh, you know, Lord, if you wish, yes, he does. He doesn't wish it. He wills it. He yeah. commands it. Yeah. And so, it, you know, sometimes those healings do come in a process, but he gives you the peace and the wisdom and the understanding to walk through that. But you have to maintain that seated in heavenly places, resting, knowing that he will heal you and, and continually reminding that intruder that it has to leave. And, um, you know, and it's, and it's not just, you know, with our health and, and sickness and stuff, it's with everything, yeah. everything that comes against us, that is not the perfect will of, of the father. We have authority to kick out. Mm. So, you know, so it, good. It, all of that, you know, and I, and I think a lot about Job too, you know, I mean, we all know the story of Job, you know, it was the testing and all of this, but the thing that gets me is, you know, he, his life is just in this massive heap of a mess, right? He's lost. Yep. absolutely everything, but his trust and his faith in the Lord, I'm sure it was tested, but it never wavered. And, and he not only took himself, but he invited his friends to come up higher, you know, to look up above. And so he prayed for his friends. Like he looked up above his circumstances. He looked up above his health that was being, you know, wavered yeah. and, and beat down to, to continue to keep his eyes focused on the one that created him and the one he knew would provide for him. And, and I think that is also part of our being seated in heavenly places is not being tossed to and fro of, of the, you know, the things that are going on in the world, the things that are going on in our own personal situations or relationships or anything like that. It's stepping back and kind of stepping outside of all of that turmoil um, or those storms or whatever you want to title it 
um, it's turbulent in one way or another, but if we can take a step back and just look up above, you know, the Lord will show you, this is the plan and the purpose I have for you. So now it's your job to look mm. at this with your faith eyes. And this is what I want you to call down that's good. to manifest and cover over everything that's going on in the natural, mm -hmm. because that's what we're equipped to do. We are equipped to make manifest in our natural, in our reality, the heavenly reality that he has for us. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. Cause you know, I, I, we think about peace and we think, oh, that just means there's going to be like no chaos, no strife, no striving, but that's not really what it is. It doesn't mean that there's, that there's the absence of that. It means that you come to rest in the midst of that. And I think just how you described that was so beautifully um, descriptive and people can relate to that, Amy. I just absolutely love that. Um, just kind of as we're wrapping up our time, I'm going to ask you to pray and kind of just activate, but can you kind of share like what it would, what it would look like um, in your life for um, heaven to manifest on earth? Like, can you share a story or a testimony of, of something? Um, I know, yeah, sorry I mean, to put you on the spot there. <laughs> um, you know, just in my in my own life, you know, I was really good at making bad choices. Okay. You know, and, and those bad choices always bring consequences. Yeah. And and you know, and so you know, when you finally decide how, you know, to find a way to kind of break that cycle that I was in, you know, I was in a massive identity crisis. Um you know, it was just allowing the Lord to just really, um, to come in and, and the way I would respond to the stresses of life or, you know, certain circumstances, it, he's shown me, um, just how to, um, respond to that, you know, like even, you know, four or five years ago, my response to, you know, a specific situation or, um, you know, let's just say, you know, finances, you know, cause that'll get everybody, yeah. you know, everybody yeah. gets all riled up about finances. Yes, so I, we you do. Know, <laughs> you know, don't quite have enough for bills this month or, you know, whatever. The way I responded to the lack, you know, four or five years ago is totally different than the way I respond to it now. Okay. You know, the way I responded to it back then was, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And now it's like, Lord, I know what you said. Mm. This is what you said. You said, I will not be in lack. So I'm trusting that you will bring the manifestation of that to me. Put heaven's accounting on the natural accounting and, and stretch those pennies. And I'm telling you, every time he is faithful, somehow, some way, he provides for those bills to be paid. Yeah. And so... You know, I, I just, I'm, it's kind of a strange story, but I mean, that's really the basics of it. It, you know, to manifest heaven is really based on our response. And, and I look at, you know, Jesus and how he walked through his time on this earth, yeah. how he responded mm -hmm. to every situation, to every person. I mean, and, and he did, he went to that garden. He was like asking it, is there any other way? Yeah. Because I mean, we have all been in some situations like that too. Yeah. Lord, is there any other way? <laughs> I yeah. would really like to get out of this. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> please get me out of this. 
you know, but at the same time, it's like, but the father was with him and empowered him to do that, to walk through that valley mm. of shadow of death. You know, he became so good. that, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and it's always going to be that, that growing, that learning of, you know, I'm at this point here, but I know years down the road, the Lord's going to take me here and I'm going to respond so much different here than I do now. Yeah. You know, cause there's sometimes I'm like, wow, I responded that way. And I didn't even think I was capable of doing that. You know, like, yeah, I, it, sometimes my, my responses surprise me because I am so calm about it because right. I am so peaceful about it. But then the Lord reminds me, but you told me this is what you wanted. And this is, you know, yeah. where you asked me to put you, you know, in that place, in that place of peace, because I didn't, and, and that's my daily prayer. I don't want to be um, riled up and stirred up by opposition. I only want to be riled up and stirred up by the father and what he's speaking to me. And when that happens, you just trump over mm -hmm. all of that junk um, yeah. that the day tries to throw at you sometimes. That's so good. That's so good. You know, I am, I'm um, by nature, a reactor, not a responder. Oh. And there is a difference. And so as you were talking and you kept saying respond and the Lord's like, yeah, Debbie, see, respond, not react. And so that's, this is, that's this area where the Lord is growing me because my whole life I've just reacted emotionally, blah, like panic and like everything. And I would just say like probably in the last um, six or seven years, he's really got me out of the reactive stage and into the responding stage. And so when, when life throws its curveballs or it gives you a bunch of lemons, then I can go, wait a minute, I don't have to react to this because it's all about accessing the riches in heaven, which isn't just finances. It's all of those things. It's the miracles, it's the signs, it's the wonders, it's the healings. It's, it's being at rest. It's being at peace. It's like no anxiety, no fear. It's all those things. I mean, I just thank you so much for being with us today here on the podcast. And thank you so much for sharing about like how we can, um, the keys really to begin to manifest heaven here on earth in our own life, that it really comes back to our identity. It comes back to us realizing our authority and that we have dominion and taking um, our like seeing ourselves seated in heavenly places, like taking our rightful place, really. Um, Amy, before um, we end, I want you to pray for us or just release whatever the Lord has on your heart for us in this area. But can you tell my listeners how they can connect with you? How can they find you on social media and your website? All right, social media, you know, on Facebook, it's just um, Amy T. Rogers, A-M-I-E T. Rogers. Um, Instagram, it's kind of funny. It's like Amy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like seven A's and seven E's. It's kind of funny. Um, and then um, my website is rawandrealministries.com. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us on YouTube as well, um, Raw and Real Ministries. You have to search. It's not like a direct hashtag link, so you just have to search for Raw and Real Ministries. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So that's, that's how they the, can find you. That's okay. And then you, and listeners, you probably, if you follow the Elijah list or spirit fuel, you've seen Amy's prophetic words. She is a prophetic voice that is, um, really a watchman on the wall. She sounds the alarm. She's like releases what the Lord gives her because she has done her time, uh, and proven herself before the Lord to be faithful and true because God has given her a heart. Um, 
for the nations and to see himself manifest here on earth. And so, Amy, I want to thank you for that because some of the stuff that you've been releasing lately is just powerful and um, oh so important for us as uh, the body of Christ, but also here um, in America to be praying for. So would you... um, Whatever's on your heart, if you want to pray over us, if you want to release something, declare something, if you would just do that, and then we'll just sign off this episode. Sure. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time, and we thank you for the revelation and the revealing that you are bringing others um, through this um, conversation. We thank you for the peace that you are sending to wash over the ones that are in turmoil right now, Lord. And we just thank you that you are opening our eyes and opening our ears to see you, to understand you, to hear you, and to see where you are putting us and what you have set before us, Lord, that everyone steps into their purpose with a confidence, knowing that you have called them, you have set them in the place that they are at right now, the location that they they are at, that they have the power and the authority to call heaven's manifestation down into their home, into their town, into their city, their state, and their nation, Lord. We just thank you that you are pouring out your glory and your favor and your authority over your children, Lord. And we just ask you and um, for continued sight and for continued wisdom and discernment as we go throughout our day. And we just thank you and we praise you, Lord. Amen. 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 That was so good, Amy. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yo, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Well, thank you for listening to the Dare to Hear the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I am Debbie Kitterman with my special guest, Amy Rogers. If you were encouraged in any way, we would love and be so honored if you would subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. And then also if you could leave us a review or a comment, that would be wonderful. And then if you would share this episode with your friends, just so that we could share about Amy and what she's doing in her ministry, as well as what we're doing here on the Dare to Hear podcast. And with that, we just want to thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to joining you next week. Have a blessed week until then. Bye everyone. Shadows of